For the next month, the show is doing an audience survey so we can learn more about you and make the podcast even better. It's a short three-minute survey that's open to patrons and non-patrons alike. So if you want to check it out, you can visit theshowsamandjoe.com slash survey. You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 143 for May 11th, 2017. This week we talk about subconscious gay fears, video calling, friendly trampolines, 21st birthdays, our own reality shows, and of course, our drag race update. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Ah. Yay! Woo. Oh my god, spring has sprungeth here in Missoula. Has it? It, has... it hasn't sprung here. Okay, well here's the thing. So our, our mutual friend Grog, he lives in Denver, which is below me. Like, Because Wyoming doesn't exist, it's like below me. Um, And he sent me a snapshot the other day and it was fucking snowing and hailing down there. And then up here it's like 70 degrees and super sunny and super warm out. And I'm like, what? How does the weather work? Am I right? Yeah, it's super nice here. What Crazy. the fuck is it in uh, in Chicago right now? It's been 40 and 50 the, for like the past two weeks. It just seems like it's maintaining that. And mm-hmm. it's never going to be spring. It's just I'm always going to be sad and cold. Well, like I, think... I had my heater on this morning. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. I've had my window open like the entire week with like a fan uh, blowing in. We had like a couple days, like three weeks ago, where it was like 70. Mm-hmm. And then it was like done. Right. I like I like 70, like 70 to 75 because I can still wear long sleeves and not like completely roast. You know, yeah, I think 65 to 70 is my f- ideal favorite temperature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. yeah, it's super with nice. like minimal wind, maybe a cool breeze. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, that's in me. like July, it's like 100 and I just like want to die the entire time. I'm like, how do people function? I have to wear. I'm glad I'm not in Arkansas because it's already fucking hot. It's like humid and gross. And oh, my God, I was so. okay. for people who don't know. uh, Well, I mean, I guess uh, do people in general like we're somehow long time ago find people who like post YouTube videos who have like no subscribers. They like find them like in a roundabout way. And then you just like keep watching. You like you check in on them once in a while, and like you you don't subscribe to them. It's like it's like a secret thing. Do you do that? Do you have any YouTubers that you do that with, or am I just like insane? Um, I have a couple I do that with. Yeah, really? they're pretty much dead at this point, though. Mm-hmm. Like they're donezo. There's... And with like the people I used to watch way back in the day, I do that. Oh, okay. Too. It's like, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't want to give them the, it's not like that I don't want to give them the satisfaction. I think that it usually stems from the fact that like they were like, uh, like they knew me and then I checked out one of their social media pages one day and then I just like thought they were inter- interesting in some sort of way. And so I've been like secretly stalking their social media for years. Oh, but I, I do that with some of the viewers. Yeah. Like, like so I get to the point where like I see their names enough that I've like been to their YouTube pages. I've been to their Twitters. Mm-hmm. And so I like recognize them. I don't know, and like semi scroll through their stuff occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So um, for some reason, there's like two or three that I I've been ch- rechecking in on, um, and they're all from the south. Like like one like grew up in Alabama. Like one grew up in Georgia. Um, like I think I don't know where the other one is. 
Um, they're all different age ranges, like whatever. And um, I've been checking in on them and they like, I just like the way that they have been experiencing life in the South, like, cause the only person that I really know that is from the South is you come to find out. Really? Because, well, because fucking I have lived in the North part of the goddamn country my entire life. And so the only way of like meeting Southerners besides going outside and like they moved here or something is through the internet. And so. You're so uncultured. I'm literally so uncultured. And so like, I don't know, sometimes when I, like when I'm listening to these, these like people online talk about their experiences growing up in like the deep South, like fucking Alabama, Arkansas, like you, you know, like that's, is that, is Arkansas declared the deep South? Like is where I you know. live? I think it's on the border of the deep South. I think the deep South is technically like Mississippi, Alabama and Georgia. Okay. And maybe Louisiana and Arkansas is like right next to all those. So okay. I don't know. I, I haven't looked at a map of like what is technically the Deep South. I mean, if, if there's anyone that I that I should ask about what the fuck is the Deep South, it's you. Like you're overqualified, True. I feel like. Because um, like, I don't know shit about the South, obviously. But um, yeah, it just it's I, I've just I've been listening to them and it seems like a completely different fucking world down there. Like, like the way, like pe- the way people think, the way people interact, like the way, like obviously the way people talk is like they have their like Southern drawl. Each fucking state has their own different Southern accent. Like it's crazy, but just like, I, I, I can't relate to them in, in so many ways. Like it's, it's weird to me. And also the fucking weather down there, they keep talking about how it literally feels like a swamp all the time. And I'm yeah, like, summer's yeah, unbearable. how the fuck do you live down there? It's crazy. It's really nice when you find like someone else who another like gay person who grew up in the South. Mm-hmm. Like I got really lucky that my sister's gay too. So we sort of like can compare experiences. You can relate LGBT up. experiences in the South. Right, right. And so it's always like, it's like you both went to a horrible summer camp together, mm-hmm. you know? So like you understand what You can went both on. bond off of that. Right, right. But then also it's like sad because you don't really want to find anyone like that because you're like, wow, I hope nobody had the same experiences well, as that, me. Well, that's the thing that I was kind of like, I was kind of on the edge of like saying, but I don't really think I am qualified to say is that like these, like the people that I... it. it Basically, it just sounds like it's fuck. It's horrible to grow up in the South if you're not a like straight white male and conservative. I think it's very, it's very situational. Like I grew up in a really small town. Yeah, but yeah. you know, like I knew people who grew up in like Little Rock or like Fayetteville is like a really big like liberal part of Arkansas, and they're mm-hmm. like totally. Well, okay, it's kind of weird because it's what they think is totally fine. And after living, yeah, yeah, like it's better, but it's not great in my opinion. Like Mm. it's their version of. This is fine. Yeah. And then like I moved to some I, when I moved to like San Francisco, I'm like, oh, this is what it means to for it to be fine. Oh. But then it's like still not really fine. Like it's not really fine anywhere in the world still. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's a little bit more fine in, you know, different places. Agreed. Definitely. But in agreed. my personal opinion, having been to many places in the South. I don't think it's fine anywhere in the South. Well, just like I think it's better in some places. Like right. let's, let's compare it on the aspect of safety. Like in like in Helena, where I grew up, in Montana and in Missoula, like I feel comfortable enough to like walk down the street holding someone's hand that like is gay that like I'm I'm with. Like I feel comfortable mm-hmm. enough to like not get fucking hate crimed, which is like. Kind of funny, kind of not funny because it's like true. Like you have to base the situations off of like where you live and how safe you feel. Um, in in the South where you grew up, would you like on on the safety level, like how safe would you feel doing that? 
Well, nobody walks in general, and you can tell. Oh, okay. But... <laughs> <laughs> People of Walmart.com. I would never walk into like a grocery store holding another guy's hand. Okay. At, like, okay. like maybe now that I'm older, I don't mm-hmm. even know then. Because there are some legit crazy this is not everybody there are some like super accepting people in the town i grew up in yeah. but then there are also those people who like were scary like the i remember um one time i flipped off this guy at school like just like casually you know just like a in casual the flip lot. the bird and he was like this guy who had been a bully to me like f- forever and you know would like say homophobic slurs and stuff he like followed me to like where I was going next, God. like to the store and like sat there in his truck and like glared at me for like five minutes right. I, and I was too scared to get out of the my car. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I assume it's a little bit different now, but I would not like, I don't know. You I can't wouldn't. even imagine dating someone while I live there. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Crazy. Well, yeah, it, it, it definitely sounds like a different world down there. It sounds like it's like, uh, it sounds crazy. Like when I hear about like LGBT kids, that are like grew up down there and comparing how they grew up to how where like you know their life experience down there and the struggles they had to go through versus like what I had to go through in a red state in the north I feel like that I didn't go through shit compared to what you know the the little small pool of people that I I have seen their experiences of the south what they had to go through it just sounds we all experience like I mean no matter where it's you're all different from, for everyone you know there's like even There'll be like small homophobic things that like we don't always pick up on. That's like true. Yeah, our brain picks up on it and it like I don't know notices it and continues telling you that there's something wrong with you. You know when you're growing up or whatever. I don't know. It's weird. Do you feel comfortable like if you were you know if if you were with your man in Chicago for instance, would you feel comfortable like walking down walking into a grocery store holding his hand or is that like a mental block you still have to get past from like your no, like i love holding hands now that mm-hmm. i'm older um and live in like a more accepting place like we hold hands in washington in dc mm-hmm. where i go to see him and i would feel fine doing it in chicago too okay there that's are good. like that's um, good. there was an instance like semi-recently like in the past couple months where like a guy got like punched like he got called a homophobic slur and like punched like two blocks from where I live. Jesus. But I feel like that was a, like that was might have been a crazy person. And <laughs> it might like, have it not le- been like a homophobic <laughs> thing, more of a crazy person thing. I think it might have been more of a crazy, a crazy homophobic person. Thing. Oh, okay. like, so I don't think you're every day. Yeah, I don't think your everyday homophobe here would do that. Mm-hmm. And I think. But like this was a mixture. Yeah. You know, so oh I would feel I would feel totally fine holding hands and stuff. Well, that's but I good. do, though, when I do when I am holding hands with my man, like I I think I'm generally the one who initiates it and I and de-initiates it. And I feel myself de-initiating it in places that are more crowded. Oh, yeah. OK. Like when we're walking in the park, I'll sneak in a handhold. Ooh, but then like a little sneaky, little sneaky, a little sneak in a handhold. But mm-hmm. then like when we're, you know, in a crowded place, which it's partially just you know you got to get through crowds and stuff. You can't be holding someone's hand. Yeah. Um. But then I also notice like I'm more aware of it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm more aware of like people looking. Right. Exactly. What I have a distinct memory in my brain um, of my my first like quote real boyfriend, whatever the fuck that means, the one in New York. Um, And I would go to New York and we would like 
A, I was super anxious just being in New York in general. So like having someone hold my hand kind of calmed my nerves down a little bit. But also like being a little like gay boy in, you know, fucking Chelsea, like gay district in New York, holding hands with someone and seeing other gay couples hold hands and just like being in a it was just it was a very surreal experience for me as like a young gay person. I was like 18, 19 um, experiencing that coming from, you know, not necessarily a super homophobic area of the country, but not necessarily a super accepting one. Um, and, you know, I, I, I feel like I would have been comfortable enough to hold hands with someone here in Montana if I hadn't moved out um, to the East Coast and learned more about gay culture and LGBT issues, etc. Um, but I feel like that I wouldn't have seen a lot of people like me i wouldn't have seen people like gay couples hold hands um in montana like i would back in like boston or or new york and so i think that kind of it felt it feels really good and it's it's weird talking about this because it's kind of sad that like we have to talk about these little things you know that these little things like fucking holding hands with your with your partner in public but it it matters like you know like it's a step at least right i see i guess it is a step but like I still see uh, heterosexual couples, and I get really jealous. Oh yeah! Like walking down the street, like giving each other a kiss or something. Like I like to give my man a kiss, like after we go out to eat. Yeah, totally. And I, but I still feel, I still feel weird doing it. Like mm-hmm. I do it anyway, just because I don't. I guess I it's whatever to me now. But yeah. like I still feel like someone's gonna be like, oh, like even if they're not. Like wanting to hate crime you, they're being like, "Oh, that's it. There's a gay couple. Like, how sweet!" Like, then they're like novelizing you exactly. For one thing. So you're like, you're torn between maybe someone will beat me up for this, or maybe they'll see me as less than a human and novelize yeah, like, like they're the looking situation. At me like a, yeah, they're looking at me like a zoo animal, right? And so yeah. you're like, and so at the end of the day, I'm like, well, I just want to kiss them anyway, so I'm going to kiss them anyway. So yeah, at the, I think at the, I think the older you get and the more experiences you have, it's more of just like a fuck it sort of situation, right? right? You know, it's like, I want to do this. Like, I'm so tired of society holding me back. I'm just going to fucking kiss my man in the goddamn parking lot. <laughs> whatever let me it's tell you weird, about how though. many like men i've i've made out with in like a dark parking lot like over the past like four months i don't know what it is me plus dark parking lots kissing that, engaged i mean that sounds more like you know not a public thing but that more yeah like no a, that isn't that isn't a public <laughs> thing that's just me being weird in a parking lot it's we're talking about all this because i don't even realize it's going on like until i think about it yeah totally but like exactly. those thoughts are always there Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It's I I don't know, just just some some introspective thinking about, you know, food for thought, food for thought, whatever. So it's it's been nice here. What have you been up to, Joe? What how's your life been? I know that you've been you've had a crazy fucking week. You're about to, you know, be on another on your private jet or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Hopping on my jet, uh, heading back to D.C. tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Of course. (laughs) Um, Life's just been kind of boring. It's kind of been a rough week. I don't know. I've just been down all week. You've had to catch up on you because you do a lot of your videos ahead of time. So you don't have to like fucking worry about that shit when you're with your man, which is super responsible of you. I'd wait to the last minute. I couldn't do that. Like I wouldn't be able to, to deal with that. But whatever. It's been fine, though. Like. I don't know. I've d- I've been doing like a um I haven't been able to leave the apartment for the last couple of days because mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. been doing an intensive moisturizing 
uh, like full day, 24, 48 hour moisturizing fiasco. Oh my God. And I can't be seen. So I haven't shaved in like three days. I have been like mega moisturizing and I like oils on my face, like five to seven layers of shit. And so I can't leave the apartment looking like that. Oh my God. So you, you look like that you're covered in slime. I basically look like I'm covered in slime, but after we're we're actually recording this podcast fairly early, uh, mm-hmm. we started at two, uh, which we usually record at like eight to nine or so. Yeah, we're usually um, night owls. But after this, I'm going to have to shave. I'm going to shower and shave. It's finally all coming off, and I'm mm-hmm. going to look like a baby. I'm going to be reborn. Like you're going to be freshly birthed. I'm ready to be reborn. I, I've I've microdermabrazed everything Ooh. off of my face. Yeah, I look pretty fresh. <sighs> oh, God. I've, I, I talked about a long time ago how I wanted to get like a microdermabrasion kit, and I never pulled the trigger piglet, and I wanted to. That's like so- my favorite item. Oh, my Besides God. Besides my... Like, uh, my Spin brush like at night, not like the toothbrush, but like the skin spin brush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like like a is it like a, an abrasive brush? No, it's just like cleanse. Like it's not abrasive. It's super soft, but it just like cleanses you better. Like oh, a, you, OK, you put all your cleansing stuff on your face and then you run it over your face and then wash off. I think my mom has one of those. I think she really They're likes great. it, too. They're amazing. Um, Oh my god! Ugh, yeah. Get on the trend. You I need know. It. I, I yeah. If anyone needs it, it's me. <laughs> Holy shit! I need to shave. I, I but I'm still like one of those twinks that like I have to shave like once every three days or so. Like I don't god. have enough. I don't have enough test. I'm not mask enough to have enough I have fucking to shave shit every day. But You're I like, make myself shave every other day because it irritates my my. It's like wires growing out of my face. Yeah, you keep telling me about that. And like for someone yeah. like who who's like you, who is like not a body hair person, like you want to look like a naked mole rat. It's yeah. like it's like God gave you the worst possible fucking like yeah. uh, hormones. Which like it's only really on my face that that mm-hmm. is this is the case. The rest it's like steel wool growing twinky. out of you. I'm like a twink with a bear head. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, a, I'm like, a, I'm going to be in Ripley's. They're going to stuff me and put me in Ripley's when I'm dead. Is, is Ripley's, believe it or not, still like a thing? Yeah. You've ever been to Branson? No, what? Who? Where? <laughs> I don't Branson, know what the fuck. Missouri. Branson, is, is that where Ripley's, believe it or not, is like That's centered? That's where Dolly Parton performs. That's where Andy Williams. Oh, All honey. This- Dolly Parton has been stuffed and in Ripley's, <laughs> believe it or not, since like the fucking 60s. <laughs> That's where all of the old country stars go to perform when they retire. Mm-hmm. It's a heaven on Top Earth. 10 drag queens who should be on season 10, Dolly Parton. Dix- Dixie Stampede. You ever been to the Dixie Stampede? I love the, like, the farthest south Silver that I've Dollar ever City. been is North Carolina, <laughs> which is not even the south, is it? That's the farthest south you've ever been? Yeah. Well, I'm, okay. Well, oh, I'm not, my God. I'm, here's the thing. I'm not counting Miami. I flew to Miami for like Disney World for no, like, a, a band trip. No, Florida's not the south. Florida, Florida's exactly. like its own fucking weird, like when you're in Florida, you're not even in America anymore. You're in right. some weird world. <laughs> yeah. Well, I and also like the north of Florida is like, it's like a weird conservative like thing that isn't really the south either. It's still like crazy, but the, but the, like the peninsula of Florida is like just like Cubans everywhere just like cubans it's like not even the south so like and in terms of like southern states the farthest south that i've ever gone is north carolina oh my god right i know and that's why that it's so interesting to me hearing stories of this from the south because it's literally another world for me because i haven't been there i literally have no experiences down there and for people who have lived there all their lives i'm like what 
You should come home with me for like a holiday. Oh my God. Pack me in your suitcase. <laughs> you would hate it. I don't know if I would, if I would even wish that on you. That would be interesting <laughs> to do though. I could like start a business where I like start giving Southern tours and I'm oh like on this block, a man yelled the F word at me. And, you know, be and Southern have, like, homophobia tours by Joseph Birdsong and like try to give them the experience. Ooh, I'd really ought to know. And you pay people to like, like, like yell racial and homophobic yeah. slurs at them. It's yeah. part. Of, it's like uh, it's an immersive experience. And like you can't show affection towards anybody. You mm-hmm. have to and you have to uh, sort of dress semi, you know, straight, whatever mm-hmm. that means. Um, you have to wear a little more plaid than usual. You have to wear some plaid. You have to wear some flannel. Mm-hmm. You have to wear like a hunter's cap. You have to Ooh. try to fit in, but not quite. You have to still gay it up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't like blend in. You can't be like invisible. No, no, you can't be invisible. So, oh my god, you should I start can make that a tour. Fortune. Yeah. Oh my god. Do it, girl. I'll be a customer. I'll probably die okay. down there, but you know, you can do it with me. You can I be just, one of the hate crimey people. Oh, I would love to yell hate crimes at people. You know <laughs> oh, me. Quote it. Write it on his tombstone. <laughs> write it in his obituary. Mm-hmm. Sam Ravioli would love to yell <laughs> hate crimes at people. Quote that shit. God. Anyways. The only place I've been hate crimed in Chicago is outside of Boost Mobile. How typical. I, I know. The thing is, I feel like that anyone would be hate crimed for any reason. I would hate crime someone for like being near a Boost Mobile. <laughs> like I wouldn't hate crime someone for being gay. God. I would hate crime them for being near a Boost Mobile. Boost. Oh, my God. Speaking of, have you heard of Spirit Airlines? I, I, I saw the Twitter trending topic today, but I didn't click it because I the furthest I can stay away from Spirit, the better. In my opinion, they're like the Boost Mobile of airlines. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, then who's the Metro PCS of airlines? Oh my God, probably Frontier. Oh my God, Frontier, yeah, literally which I've flown before. Literally, the Metro PCS of airlines. Metro. I just if I'm gonna get assaulted outside of any sub store, I would imagine it to be like one of those phone companies, like a Metro PCS, mm-hmm. a Boost Mobile, a Cricket. Oh my god, fucking Cricket Wireless. Oh my god. I feel like Cricket used to be like reputable, but now it's not. I I feel like, oh my god, Boost Mobile. Why why is like every Metro PCS and every Boost Mobile I've seen looks like it's run down and shut down, but it's not? They always look like they sell like phones plus like gambling scratch cards. Yeah, they sell, (laughs) like from the outside, it looks like they sell phones, gambling scratch cards, and like guns that have the serial numbers scratched off of them. That's awful. It's I like don't you, know what it is. I don't know what it is about that. I'm sh- if I honestly like, I'm still on my parents' plan. I'm just gonna put it out there. Mm-hmm. But if I had to get my own phone plan, I'd probably have to. You know, I'd probably go to you know Boost or something. Actually, I'd probably do Project Fi at this point. Yeah. If if yeah, I'm still on my parents' plan. Um, mm-hmm. but if I if I am ever off mine, I'm definitely going with like Google Fi. Because like yeah. we have coverage, we what finally my man have. Has. Oh my god, your man is like so Google Google. He is so Google technological. Is hot as fuck, honestly. Honestly, nerds, I'm like very well. He has like a Google Home and everything. Like, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah, he's, he's got like, the whole shebang. Oh my god, well you, you better put a ring on that quick, honey. Oh my god! Speaking of though, have you heard about the new uh, the Echo Show? Yeah, I watched the um, the there was like a, a YouTube like trailer or whatever for it today, 
and I don't, the Amazon stuff looks really interesting, but I'm like, my I'm balls deep in Google that like it, yeah, it, it, yeah. it'll be really hard for me to dig myself out of the grave well, and I'm like sure go over to the Amazon ecosystem. You know, they'll come out with their version soon. I'm sure. Do you think the people um, are going to buy the Amazon? So explain to the 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 people, the the listeners, I mean, what the Amazon show is. Isn't it just it's just show. like I didn't watch the thing. I've only read articles, but it's oh, okay. basically Amazon Echo, but like with a video screen. Like I've seen pictures, yeah. and so you can do voice calls, but they have to be done like through their service or mm-hmm. something. I don't understand. I didn't understand that. But the, I was reading an article about some guy. He was like, oh, it's just so hard to do video calls on your phone because I have to have my phone with me. And I'm like, do you not always have your phone with you? Yeah, what? <laughs> like, I always have my phone with me. I've been using Google Duo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so convenient. Like, I think if they implemented a Google Home with a video screen, then it could ring like on both your phone and your uh, Google Home. And you could pick which one, you know, you want to talk on. That would yeah. be cool. I don't know. I don't don't see a use. Well, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I half of I. I, The thing is, is like the older I get, the less I want to be on cam. Yeah. So I'm like like not looking cute. Yeah. See, like I have the face for radio, and so that's why you know I have I have my fucking podcast with you. It's because I don't want to be on. You know, like I I don't know. Like I feel like Google Duo. I really like Google Duo. I feel like it's a really great app, but I feel like no one that I know uses it. And so I don't really have the like I don't have a good, you know, pool of people to like try it out with or whatever. Um, but I, I've heard that it works really well, which is great. As for like the the Echo show or whatever, didn't didn't we talk about like a couple episodes ago with like Amazon is like they have a, a fucking Echo with a camera that you're supposed to put in your closet and it's supposed to look at your like at your outfits every day and like do shit like that. I don't know. Did you ever hear oh, about that? I don't that? know. I feel like I read something about it helping you pick out outfits or something. Yeah. This I feel one, like they said you can activate it from anywhere. So like oh, if it's okay. your Echo Show, I'm pretty sure you can like pull it up on your smartphone and be like, like if the babysitter's there, you just okay. turn it on and you can have a look, see what's going on, which I think is, well, I guess that could be good. But mm-hmm. maybe like don't hire a babysitter. You have to spy on for one thing. Yeah, and then like uh, or also, just like don't have a baby, so you don't have to hire a babysitter. Like a, check your life, Jesus. The best uh, recommendation ever. I mean, I I feel like it, it might be a good idea for someone. It just kind of, I mean, it it for anyone who hasn't seen it, it kind of looks like a picture frame with the camera on it, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. nothing crazy. Um, you know. I don't I don't know. Like I I feel like that the I don't I don't know. I don't I don't see a use case in my situation, but that's because that I don't want anyone to see my ugly face. But I feel like that it's I mean, if Amazon obviously they're just they're slapping cameras on their echo devices left and right, so obviously they have a reason for it. Um so I don't know. I do want to know who the fuck these people are who like literally always look ready for the camera. Right. The people on the commercials, they like answer the phone and they like look gorgeous and ready like they to are go. Beat. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like if I'm home and I don't have any plans for the day, I look like a piece of shit. Yeah. Like and I look I, like, like a goblin 70 percent of my life. I don't even walk to the fridge. Like I just crawl. Places. Exactly. I like don't like Samara from the ring style, exactly. you know, with your legs over your head. Literally. Like yeah. if I'm home, I will put in oil in my hair to make it soft. You know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just I just look like Slimer. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Bullshit on anybody. Well, I'm pretty sure to do this. Anyone who's able to do this is an actor. That's that's what they're doing. They're that's fucking acting. Sure. They aren't real people. So case fucking closed, bitch. Case closed. 
I don't know. I, I, I was going to mention that it was my roommate's 21st birthday over the past weekend. So we went out. I haven't gone out in such a long time, but I, I might be able to go out more often. Um, Would that, you? What does that mean for you going out? Like we went out to the bars and like we got her drunk oh. and then we came home and like we played drunk Mario Kart. We had like a whole like group of people that hung Gosh, out. And she's I, only 21. I know. Right. Crazy. I mean, I'm only 23. So God. I know. You're the same age as pheromone. Oh, don't even. Okay, now I have to like find some age potions so I'm like not on the same <laughs> level as her. I uh, we'll get into that in just a second. But we what will did get you, into that. What did you do at the bar? Um, we just like well, we we told the bartenders that that she was 21 and she got a funk mm-hmm. a, a, a bunch of free drinks. We met some people. We just bar crawled a little bit, and I was the DD because I promised her because she had a bunch of friends that were gonna go with her and whatever, and someone had to be the fucking designated driver because. There like are barely any Ubers here. Like I didn't want to risk it, and it was like raining and shit. So I was just like watching everyone get wasted, and I had a couple shots. Like whatever. I just I wasn't over the legal limit or whatever. Um, but it was super fun. We we went out to like a bunch of like grungy bars, and I took her to the. There's a a bar here in Missoula called the Rhino, which I really like a lot. It's kind of like the the um, college dive bar that I like a lot. I always go there when my sister's in town. We go there and get drinks and hang out. Um, but no, it was fun. I, I kind of got to show her the bar scene and and um, a, it was interesting because a bunch of her, she has obviously people have different friend groups. And so she kind of combined people from different friend groups into one kind of dog pile. And she was kind of like, oh, I don't know if these people are going to mesh together. But everyone was was participating in drinking. So everyone kind of meshed together really well. So it was super fun. We just went out and and had a good time and everyone got tipsy and then we came home and we got more tipsy and played drunk Mario Kart and had cake and it, everyone was loud and rambunctious. And I think people went home at like three in the morning or something. It wow, was a good time. What a, what a party. I know, right? It was like the one time a year where I'm actually going to go go out with people and like hang out and actually like be a college student or whatever, be a young person. Sure. But it's it was fun. I don't know. But I don't I, I think I maybe I'll go out again in the next like year. Who knows? I'll keep you all posted. But if you want to, you can at um, big doggles on Twitter and tell her belated happy 21st birthday from. Wow. Give the her the blast. Put her on mm. blast. Yep. All two people who listen to the podcast. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the last time I went out. <laughs> I mean, I think that's fine. You know, I guess it was uh, when uh, Chris was staying with me when I was like had an Airbnb in Chicago like last year. Oh my god! Like, and we went years out ago. when uh, Ricky and Ant uh, came to the perfume concert. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I mean, if you don't want to go out, don't go out, honey. Like, people live their lives differently. No shame. Yeah. I barely no go shame. out, and I'm 23. Like, people are like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm like, get your life. Like, whatever. Like, shut up. Anyways, it. speaking of pheromone, about it. speaking should, of pheromone, should we talk about Drag Race this week? I guess. <laughs> do you, did you take notes? Because I never do. I did. Uh, okay. First thing I have to say mm-hmm. is if I have to hear Alexis talk about how much she's seen 90210 one more time in my life, I'm going to throw myself out a window. <laughs> I hate it when people are like that, when like they take ownership of something. It's like, right. bitch, you didn't create the show. Step down. And it wasn't even like, I don't know. I hate her. I don't even know why. <laughs> also, in her runway look, I thought I hated her dress. I thought it was way too short and it was basic and mm-hmm. I hated it. And I think she's too intense and too serious. And that's it. That's my mm-hmm. entire Alexis analysis. The end. Go home. <laughs> I just, I don't like it when people take an authoritative tone 
like that because yeah. I, I like I feel like when she does it, she's talking down. And that, yeah, exactly. That's what gets to me. Um, maybe she and maybe she's not. Maybe she's just trying to be helpful, and that's how she talks. Who heavens knows? I talk. I probably sound like an idiot most of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then untucked. I was like, great. The three most boring queens ever are safe. So we have to listen to them talk for fucking half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing interesting to say. I don't remember. I couldn't even tell you who it was now. It was was Alexis, Peppermint, and I don't know, some other queen. Was it Shay? No, no. I think Shay. No, no. Yeah. No. I don't don't remember. No, no. It wasn't Shay. It was another. Oh, was it? It was Farah, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I I think you're right. But it was three who just don't really have anything like controversial to say or and it was like, great, we have to watch these bitches sit around and say nothing for half an hour. Also, here's the thing about Untucked that I noticed this week is like Untucked can vary from like, I don't know, 20 to like 40 minutes, depending on the week, like whatever. Right, right. There was an entire minute in the beginning, like the first minute of Untucked had no dialogue. Like, it was, like, artsy fucking, like, cuts and the music and, like, I was, like, there was absolutely no content for the first minute of Untucked. And I'm, like, why? Like, get to the good shit. What are the editors doing? It was literally, there wasn't a fucking word the first minute of Untucked. And I was, what? Why? What the fuck are you doing? It was, it's so annoying to me. I just, like, I, I, but it sure did it. But boy, did it make me want some hamburger Marys. Oh, God. <laughs> boy, am I hungry for some hamburger Marys. Didn't so. So Sasha Velour won like a hundred or like a thousand dollar gift certificate to hamburger Marys or something during like the beginning of the competition. And she's a vegetarian. So that's what, you know, goes to show what the fuck, you know, is happening at RuPaul's Drag Race season nine. So wait, who won? Sasha Valore, like not not this oh, week. Oh, okay, right. But like right, the right. second week when she won like her challenge or whatever, she got a thousand dollar gift certificate to fucking Hamburger Mary's, and she's a vegetarian. God, <laughs> maybe they have veggie burgers. I don't know anything about. I don't even know what Hamburgers Mary's is. I would assume I it's I think like LA like based. Yeah, it's. I think it's LA based. I think they have like five locations. I that, don't know. What a shitty reward though, because most of these queens aren't from LA. I know. Any of them, and then you have to ship back home, and you're like, "Great, let me just buy a plane ticket so I can buy a thousand dollars worth of <laughs> hamburgers." hamburgers. God. <laughs> God. So, okay, so the the main challenge this week was nine hundred two one zero. Alexis was like momming it up. She was trying to, you know, tell these yeah. queens how to dress. Like, oh, like so and so looked like this. Okay. It's a it's it's RuPaul's Drag Race's you know shitty slutty version of 90210. This isn't supposed to be like a 90210 um like clone show where everything's supposed to like look right. So I don't know why um Alexis was so, you know, fixed on I think it's, I think it's just like a control thing for her. I think she just wanted to have control over the other girls. I think that's kind of what she wants. Right. I don't know. That's the situation I get. I feel like she wants to be authoritative. She wants mm-hmm. to be seen as that. I don't know. I thought Trinity did great. I thought um, Nina Bonina was a mess. And I thought. How typical. The I guess the lip sync was a little bit controversial from what I hear. Yeah, in yeah, the sense that people thought Aja should have won it mm-hmm. instead of Nina. But in my opinion, I think RuPaul took into consideration more than the lip sync. 
I feel like I feel like you're absolutely right because Aja has been like in the lower decks this entire competition. Like she like she just started for her part this week. Yeah, and like Aja's looked like a melting wax statue for the entire competition <laughs> until like one episode ago. Like she fixed until, her makeup like, this episode. Yeah, literally. Like girl, like she made some improvement, but she's been in the bottom, you know, ranks for the entire competition. Like Nina, you know, even though she fucking complains, I feel like that Nina had more to show. In terms well, of, you know, more and shit like, to Asha do. And like Asha whined because she didn't want to be the granny this week. And then yeah. it was like, she did awful. It's like, exactly. if you're going to whine to get a part, do good. You better do good. Yeah. Yeah. And then Shay fucking stole the show with that granny part. She didn't win the comp- the the um, the mm-hmm. challenge, but she was high. She was like, a mm-hmm. you know, second to Trinity. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like people like hyped up Aja too much and they were they're I don't know. Like Aja, she has a really great look, like whatever, but and I feel like that Aja did win the lip sync part of that, but I feel like that Rue at the end of the day it's Rue's um decision to make and I feel like that Rue took into consideration that Aja's been way lower than Nina the entire competition, so she kept Nina. And I feel like that's valid, right? I agree. I think Aja deserved to go home, honestly. I wanted mm-hmm. her to go home along with all the rest of the queens five <laughs> weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. get them out. I, just, I want someone to duct tape Nina Bonina's br- mouth shut along with Alexis. I'm getting really tired of her, like, boob piece. I don't right. know what the it big, is. Her, her big old tickle bitties. Yeah, it doesn't look real to It just looks weird to me. It look, It doesn't look like skin. I think mm-hmm. is the situation to me. Yeah, it's like and more it's, like latexy. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. cannot like I, my eyes go like straight to it. Whenever well, she, she uses it every single runway, so. every runway, every week for everything. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is her look. It's to have like a big ass and big boobs. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't I did, know, man. I did like Alexis's eye makeup, like the Ursula eye makeup, but I didn't like the dress. I agree with you that I didn't like yeah. the dress at all. I think it should have been floor length and like more. I don't know, more uh, Adams family, what's her name? Yeah, like more Morticia Adams-ish. Yeah, more like on the floor. Mm-hmm. Also, Trinity Taylor's becoming a contender. Like, I did not expect Trinity to, like, start pulling out, like, because she's not a comedy queen. She's like a, quote, pageant queen, end quote. And she was fucking funny, mm-hmm. like, during 90210. You know, like, she, you know, I felt, and I feel like that's not her, her strong suit. I feel like that she was probably, you know, pulling shit out of her box, during that that's not really where she's comfortable and she fucking owned it she won the challenge so i think that goes to show that you know i guess trinity because i thought trinity was like a boot by bitch like second episode sort of like filler queen and i guess it's coming to show that like oh i I guess you have more to show which is surprising to me um i thought valentina was funny i i wasn't totally hooked on her outfit i thought like the hair was cute but um that green jumpsuit i feel like it was just really simple I feel like there could have been more going on with it. I mean, like, like she didn't look bad, but I thought there could have been more going on with it. Um, what, what was the runway? It was like big hair. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh it was yeah, big, big hair. Big yeah. hair this week. Um, I like Shay's outfit. I feel like the hair could have been bigger, to be honest. Um, yeah. Who else stood out to me? Who? Uh, Sasha did spikes. Oh yeah, Sasha's was very Sasha, which mm-hmm. I totally respect. Um, I really liked Tori Spelling, and I don't honestly know who the other. I know she's also who? from Nine Hundred Two One Zero, but the only person I know from that show is Tori Spelling. Yeah, um, right. But they Tori were Spelling. good. They had like they were funny together, and they actually like said stuff on the runway instead of like 
they're I don't know, giving I feel like really Rue, Rue and Michelle usually have like the one liners. Yeah. But they it... ha- I thought I thought they had some pretty good ones. They were good judges. And then and then during the um the challenge, they weren't just assholes. They were actually like trying to give good critiques and good direction mm-hmm. for the girls during like the acting challenge, which and I they were funny. Respect. I think they're like they're talking amongst each other was like hilarious. Yeah, like, it was really she good. Hates us. She's wants exactly to kill like us. The, the the fucking part with <laughs> Nina. I was like, yeah, yeah girl. Nina like, probably yeah, does want to kill you. I, she would scare me too. She, would yeah, scare yeah. Me. Nina's probably thinking about some other fucking conspiracy theory about Tori spelling against her now. <laughs> probably so. Who knows, man? Who knows, uh, man? I don't know. I thought, I mean, uh, out of all of the acting challenges throughout the entire history of RuPaul's Drag Race, I think this is one of my favorite ones. And I feel like it went down a lot better because like the acting challenges are notoriously bad over Mm -hmm. the the seasons. And this one wasn't really it wasn't horrible. You know, like I actually kind of enjoyed it, which is really surprising coming from RuPaul's Drag Race, because it's usually one of the most like cringeworthy challenges um, and it's not really produced very well, but like the set pieces were nice. I feel like the acting was really good. They actually had good direction from Tori Spelling and What's Her Face. You know, I felt like it was good. You know, yeah. I don't know. And then you know the the lip sync. It was it was obviously Nina Bonita Brown. I thought Nina's um, face paint was good. You know, whatever. Like it's 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 Nina's gig. It's it's her shtick, which I accept. You know, I kind of want Nina to try maybe doing something glamour. I mean, you can do glamour with face paint, right? I mean, I assume so. I I don't know. I don't know what any of them are going to pull out of the bag next, <laughs> and I don't know if I necessarily care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, I watch agree. it because it's entertaining to me still, but good yeah. lord, all yeah. they're just all so boring to me still. <laughs> I guess agreed. Trinity, Trinity, and Shay are my two tops. Yeah, agreed. And I don't like Shay's personality, or I don't like ne- or Trinity's personality. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. But she's but she's pretty and she's she's doing well. But it's her personality. She's doing yeah. Okay, I guess. Yeah, and and like that's the thing. I feel like that this this group of queens is very lackluster compared to mm-hmm. like season eight because there were so many like just really vibrant queens, really huge personality queens on season eight relative mm-hmm. to season nine. So this is kind of like a yeah season. But you know, someone's gotta you know swim out of their shit pile and be crowned shit queen of season nine. So we'll find out at the end. I guess. I guess so. I guess so. Fucking guess, bitch. Well, I'll. I I think I'm still rooting for Shay. Shay Coulee. Shay Coulee. Shay Coulee. Something motherfucking creme brulee. I don't know what the saying is, but I don't even know what Shay Coulee means. I I mean, honestly, who cares? She's pretty. That's all that matters. (laughs) God. Well, that's our (laughs) that's our analysis for this week. Mm -hmm. So so anal. So analysis. There you go. You ready for favorite things? I'm ready. These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joe. Yeah. What's your favorite thing this week? Mine is a video game. What? I know. I rarely play them. But Girl gamer. It's not like you I have know. a gaming channel or anything. I don't no, know. No, I rarely Obviously, get around no- to playing games. You know yeah, and no one knows about your gaming channel anyway, so it's no, not like. Nobody does. Trigger. Even less about they know than they know about you. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you're um, not wrong. You're not wrong. It is this game called Little Nightmares. Have you heard Ooh, of it? No, I haven't. Do you remember Unravel? Uh, yeah, I do. With Yarny. This is basically Unravel, but like a spooky version. It's it's Ooh. people have been saying it's like Unravel plus Limbo. Oh my god. It yeah. It's so cute and so fun. I've recorded a couple episodes that'll be out next week for my gaming channel. But Ooh. it it's just like very calming. Calming is in like every once in a while, like, you know, there there's a there's a creature chasing you. But mm-hmm. it's like 
very atmospheric um, and just very cute. I recommend like going to watch a trailer uh, about it because there's, I don't know, I, a lot of people are doing Let's Plays of it now. It seems to be like the next big thing after Outlast or whatever, but. Ooh. Yeah, it's cute. It's is it it's, like is it like scary or spooky? Is it like scary like Outlast or is no, it like no, just kind of like spooky, like atmospherically spooky, atmospherically spooky. Oh, nice. Very much so. Yeah, like it's not like a horror game by any sense. Mm-hmm. It's just cute. It's cute and quirky, and I feel like Amelie would like it, so I like it. Oh my God, you're we're still on that Amelie kick, kids. Um, I am. I will forever be on an Amelie kick. That's who I am. All aboard the Amelie train. That's where I, all of my decisions are made. I just bought some dish towels this past week, and I got them because I thought they would look good in Amelie's kitchen. I mean, so, okay, live live your motherfucking it. life, bitch. Live your life. How about you? What's your favorite thing this well, week? Well, first, when I before I move on to mine, um, a question about Outlast 2. What are your thoughts so far on Outlast 2? It's fun. I mean, I'm not getting... I get sometimes scared, but obviously mm-hmm. I'm using a lot of cheats that prevent yeah. some jump <laughs> oh, yeah. scares from mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I like it. I don't... I don't know. I think the Outlast series, it's fun to play, it's fun to record, but I think that they... They're trying to go for like worse and worse and worse. They're like, what can we do next? Let's like have, let's have like rape in here. Let's have like child abuse. Let's have yeah. all of these really triggering things. And shock it's like, factor. Yeah, they're going for shock factor. Exactly. And I'm like, you can make a really scary game and it doesn't necessarily have to push these sorts of limits. Mm-hmm. Like you can do other stuff too. You could just make it legitimately scary instead of shocking. Yeah. Which I think is what they're trying to do is just make it shocking. Okay. So I'm having fun. It's fun to play, but it's, I don't know. It's clearly just meant to be shocking, I think. The one complaint that I've heard from other, like, Let's Players and speedrunners and people who've played Outlast 1 compared to Outlast 2 is that they feel like that Outlast 2 has way more chase scenes that they don't really enjoy compared to yeah. the first one. That's why I do cheats is because I don't yeah. like the chase scenes. Like, because... Mm-hmm. Like the game tries to give you cues about where to go when you're being chased, but you're usually you're being chased in areas you've never been before. You it's, don't yeah, know the that, layout. Yeah, you, that that that's the impossible. complaint. Is that like okay? Well, there's this chasing that I'm gonna fail, so I have to do it a couple times to learn where the action cues are. You know, you can't do it in one try. It's like an okay, now I have to learn this. It's like a trial and error thing. And then it's like really monotonous. If I were playing it on my own, like I wouldn't have a problem with that because it's like, you know, old Mario games, you fuck up levels and you have to keep doing them over and over again. And I think that's what makes it interesting. But like for recording purposes, I'm like, I don't want to have to do, I got other shit to record. Like I don't have time to sit down for like spend an hour on a video, you know, I don't know, Mm -hmm. which that sounds bitchy and whatever, but like I got other shit to record too. And I also don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to be chased around by the same goddamn thing and just get frustrated and sweaty and gross and mm, sweaty. Sweaty. Mm. So yeah, it's fun, mm-hmm. but you know, whatever. Shock value. Yeah, shock value. I understand. I got that. So what about you? What's your favorite thing this week? So my favorite thing is food because obviously, if you can hear that right now, my entire house is shaking because there's a helicopter coming to fucking capture me because the feds are going to the feds are going to get me. I don't know. You might be able to hear it on the recording, but I'm not sure. They're coming to get me. Anyways, so my favorite thing is food, but not just like food in general. It's a specific food. Um, It is this like uh, Indian chicken curry that I've been making lately. And it is. Oh, did you post a picture on Twitter? I did. It is Mm -hmm. so 
fucking good. Holy shit. And the thing about it is, like, I've made, like, chicken tikka masala from scratch, like, with, like, all the spices and stuff. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, bitch, ain't nobody got time for that. And so at my um, local grocery store, they have these, like, jars of simmer sauce. That's what they call it. An Indian simmer sauce. And it's essentially the sauce with all of the spices in it. And you just like cook your chicken and your vegetables or whatever. And then you simmer it for like 20 minutes in the sauce, like the curry sauce. And then it's like fucking done. So you don't even have to like go through all the, you know, like the tomato paste and whatever and all the garam masala and everything. You just buy it in a jar and it's actually really, really good comparatively because I've made it from scratch before. It's like, okay, well, this cuts my time in like, you know, in half at least. And it's fucking delicious. So uh, I don't know. I've been on like a really good like Indian kick lately. We have this. We have an an Indian restaurant in Missoula called Masala that's super super good. And I was eating there, and I was like, oh god, I want to like eat more Indian food, but I don't want to fucking pay money. I want to like make it myself. And so I've been making chicken tikka masala and butter chicken and other like masala dishes with like lots of like curry and onions and garlic and stuff. And it's just been super fucking good. And then I make enough where I can like have it over rice for like multiple days. Like I have it for dinner like three days in a row. And so I don't even have to worry about about like dinner for the next couple days. It's just so fucking good. And so like people were asking me for the recipe for it. Well, the 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 trick is that it's it's like the half of it. Most of it is just that I don't have to do with it. I don't have to deal with any fucking shit that's that that's with the herbs except the for the shit that the indian food gives you mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's my favorite mm-hmm. i actually don't have any digestive problems with indian food like is that is that like a a, a thing though like it don't, i feel like that's like... a thing well i always hear about it if i'm being honest i don't think i've ever had curry oh really I, it just doesn't look good to me i mean it's brown it's very yeah. brown it looks like i don't know it looks like something that's already been digested <laughs> And I don't, I, mean, I don't want to eat it again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. But maybe understand it's good, that. you know. Maybe like, maybe when I'm thirty, maybe like next year, that'll be my thing. I'll be like, I'm thirty. I can finally eat curry. I'm gonna do uh, it. Oh my god. Well, I'm sure there's like really great Indian like curry places in Chicago and oh, in yeah. DC. I'm maybe. Sure. I mean, ask your man if like you know if if He's you guys want to go out for a few times. Curry. Maybe I'll have him. Yeah, maybe I'll have him take me somewhere. I think curry curry is a really versatile dish because it's like all around like East Asia and India and they're all have their different takes on it. Like there's Japanese curry, there's like Thai curry, there's Indian curry um, and there's like North Indian curry is completely different than South Indian curry. It's like super, super crazy. I think it's really delicious. Um, But instead of if you don't know if you like it, I feel like you should instead of making it yourself, you should like go out with your man and have your man get curry and then like taste a little bit of it. And see if you like it. It's not really like spicy. It's not like you can get curry that's super hot, but you can get curry that's like that's flavorful and not fucking, you know, if you're white like me and you don't like really spicy things, you can just get curry that's really flavorful and not super hot. Can I get it made out of Skittles? I mean, you know, you may have to like it might be a dietary preference to like put in with the chef, but maybe you can get it done. Bring my know. own bag. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please put these skittles in the curry, and then they, they start talking and you know in Indian to each other, talking about how fucking what's this white bitch <laughs> wanting skittles in their goddamn curry? I'm sorry, I'm on a skittles only diet. Yeah, what you the fuck? Also, up for me. you you tweeted something the other day about you like blending Skittles and M and M's, and I almost shit myself because that oh, is yeah, like the worst thing you could ever do in your entire life. Mixed them all together, ate them anyway. I don't care. 
Why? Why would you do that to yourself? They're completely different pretty. flavors. It was in a mason jar. It's a oh mason. My oh my god. <laughs> It's I cannot deal with you. It's so cute. It looks very Amelie. <sighs> Always. Have you been have you been doing any cooking in in Chicago or have you had God, like no time? No, not this week. I've just been too busy. I've been ordering out and shit. Feel like garbage 24/7. Going down to that 7-Eleven, getting those taquitos. Oh my god, I got some taquitos. I've been getting their pizza. Oh my god, it's garbage. Tonight mm-hmm. I'll probably I'll probably go get food tonight. But it's like the week before like, I can't buy anything that's going to expire while I'm gone. Exactly. I hate that. So, like, every other week, uh, every two weeks, I, like, have to empty my fridge, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like... Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So, I can't buy things that are, like, short-term. Yeah. So, it's... I don't know. I'm still figuring Well, you could always freeze them, but then you have to, like, dethaw them, and then it's yeah, like... Yeah, I ugh. could. I need to start freezing more stuff, though. Because I know mm-hmm. some people who, like, make, like, a month's worth of meals and, like, freeze them. Jesus. Yeah. That's, like, mom that. status. That's, I like, know. mom with three kids gotten to prep. I would do it. I would do it. I mean, you know, you, you have to feed you and your Furbies, so it's planner. understandable. It's true. It's true. Well, good favorite things. Yep. Curry and uh, video games. Because why not? Totes. Totes. Why fucking up? But we have uh, a couple questions, don't we? We do. We've got an email and a text. I will do mm. the uh, email first. It is from Colin. It says, hi, Sam and Joe. It's Cole. Oh, Cole. Excuse me. Cole again from Ohio. Uh, he mentions a, uh, let me see. I'm not going to read this part of it, but he mentioned a book we should read. I'll let you know about it later. But uh, the question is, if you had to create a reality TV sh- game show based around your passions, music, YouTube, let's playing, etc., what would be the objective of the show and why? Feel free to make it as unrealistic as possible in terms of what you'd want. Also, feel free to add how you would judge the players and how eliminations would go. Think of survivors voting off or RuPaul's lip sync for your life. Anyway, love you guys. Thank you, Cole. Good one. Yeah, that's a, that's good, a good question. question. That's a really good question. Um, I know exactly what mine would be. Oh, well, please fill me in. It would be uh, kind of like the Hunger Games. So you die instead of getting voted off. But it would be mm. Tomb Raider themed. Ooh. So like everyone would be put in this tomb and you would have to like solve the puzzles like, you know, like traps and snake pits and spikes mm-hmm. and, you know, swinging axes and shit to get to like the artifact. You'd have to solve like mini puzzles and stuff. So it'd be basically like the classic Tomb Raider games like Tomb Raider oh. 1 through 4. Um, and of course there would be cameras all over the tomb and we would all be watching it happen. And, um, yeah, the, you wouldn't get eliminated. You would die. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Because it's, it's, of course. You save, like, I feel like you save air travel expenses when you're Exactly. It's only, it's a one-way ticket. Yeah, it's a one-way ticket. And then And then if you win the competition, you have to pay for your own airfare home. (laughs) <laughs> that the you win is it's a bag of money that you have to use for your airfare yes. <laughs> is what the artifact ends up being and the money just so happens to be the exact amount for your airfare <laughs> it's a gift certificate mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a waiver it's a it's a chili's gift certificate that's what my game show would be <laughs> god mm-hmm. well, and every one. season though it could be different like maybe like the first season's Tomb Raider theme maybe the second season's uh, Outlast themed or like mm-hmm. um, that might be a little too intense but maybe like um, uh, what's that game called Amnesia or something oh yeah you know, something okay. spooky so yeah there's a lot of different spooky. themes there's, 
there's renewability to the seasons. It's great. It's mm-hmm. foolproof. Oh my god, so foolproof. What about you? So mine would be a little bit different. It'd be a mukbang of me eating. And then everyone in the chat room, <laughs> if you don't compliment me enough on how um, pretty I look while I eat my Indian curry, then live on cam, I'll hire a hitman off the dark web and then they'll go and kill you. God. And the last person standing wins. So they just have to compliment <laughs> you to stay alive. Yeah, why not? Come God, on. I die instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd call the hitman myself. Mm-hmm. Just like you know what, I'm not even gonna risk it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna give them my home address. <laughs> that's oh, like well, a good, that's a good a, game, right? That's be interesting. I feel like it'd be over pretty fast. Partially yeah. because no one would compliment you. Partially because you'd have no viewers. Yeah, yeah. I think Mix it mostly would be two. because that I would have like four viewers in the chat room, <laughs> and two of those viewers are me and my mom. <laughs> you'd kill the rest in the first like five minutes. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I don't you know. Get at least I get eat. to eat. Yeah, yeah, see, that's the thing. I, at least I get to eat. I think you should do it based on tipping. Ooh, yeah. Like Instead the, the, of like, yeah, because then you actually get money. That's you, a good like, idea. Pay not to die, basically. So like, or or like someone pays, like the more you pay, it's like it's like you're bidding on who to kill. In oh, the chat. interesting. You're like paying for votes for who yeah, to and kill. I ju- and I just eat and watch as you, as everyone just fights to the death in the chat. That. <laughs> Sounds like you are the most unnecessary part of this situation. Exactly. <laughs> Which is perfect. That's, it just that's happens per- to be going on in your chat room. Yeah, it just happens to be going on in my chat room, and I'm getting the money, and I also happen to be eating. Okay. I perfect. think that's a great game show. I'd watch it. Brilliant. I'm going to pitch it to CBS. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. And maybe let's- head for Logo. Maybe <laughs> yeah, aim I mean, a little lower. Yeah, Logo needs anything. Like, they're <laughs> fucking, they're doing Fire Island, so they're probably going to accept this. I don't even, I have heard about Fire Island. I do not want to know what it is. I know don't. what it is, but I don't want to know anything about it. I'm keeping my mouth shut. Thank you. Good about Lord. Fire Island. Well, thank you, Cole. That was a really good one. That was fun. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, now we've got a text message from Philly. Uh, yay! Uh, says, "Hey Sam and Joe, I'm a longtime DK One Games watcher and recent podcast listener. My question is: Would you rather have a bathtub filled with unlimited amounts of your favorite cookie, or a trampoline that compliments you with each jump? Love you guys, Kristen." Oh my God! Good question. Good question. Kristen. So quirky. So quirky. So uh, unlimited cookie tub or complimenting trampoline? Both of these sound great. Yeah. Can I have both? No, only one, Ugh. Sam. Only one. Well, okay. So I feel like that I'm going to go with the trampoline because A, it'll give me more exercise and B, it'll compliment me, which who doesn't like compliments, right? Yeah, I would agree. I'm going to go with the trampoline too because I feel like if I had unlimited amounts of my favorite cookie, they would soon not be my favorite cookie. Also that, also very that. Um. Yeah. And what is your favorite cookie? I see. I don't. I think it switches, you know, because I feel like I have a favorite cookie and then I eat it too much and then it becomes my not favorite cookie. Oh, right? I thought you were saying switches. Like there was a brand of cookie called Switches. Oh, nah. um, I don't know. yeah. I think mine changes too. I really like no bake cookies, but then I also mm-hmm. like um, uh, Chip Ahoy's. Oh, my yeah. Thin and crispy Chip Ahoy's. Ooh, baby. I'm so hungry right now. But yeah, the tr- I feel like everybody always needs a compliment. And yeah, plus exercise. That would be good. Right. Exactly. I don't know where I would put it, though. I would kind of want one of those mini trampolines that you can like slide into your bed. 
Ooh, that'd be like good. For exercising, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd want it to talk to me in like um, a Hatsune Miku voice. Ooh, right. Or, or how about this? What if it's a trampoline plus Amazon Echo? Oh, God. <laughs> and yeah, there's also a video camera built in so someone can see up your butthole while you're jumping. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, no, it's just a trampoline with with a with an echo, whatever the fuck, with the camera just like stapled to the side of it. God, <laughs> budget. I mean, we could do that. No, it's, it's almost as almost as much budget as logo. Oh, yikes! L O L. Now we're. I think yeah, we'll both go with the trampoline. Yeah, yeah. I need to, I need the exercise. I need it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kristen. Good quirky question. Very Amelie so of you. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, and as usual, we always need more questions. Feel free to email or text us or any of the things that are listed in the outro. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be a little bonus content for those of you who are patrons this weekend. Yeah, so uh, head on over to patreon.com slash the show Sam and Jeff. You guys want to look at that. Totes, totes. And as yes, usual, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, next week, oh my God, it will be our three-year anniversary <gasps> we don't oh know what God. we're doing. We don't, don't know if we're we doing don't anything. We have no fucking idea. Joe told me before we just like started recording this <laughs> podcast, and I was like, "What?" So I have it on my calendar for some reason. Mm, totally unprepared. How like me? Uh, if you have any suggestions for what we can do on our anniversary next week, please us hit know. us up because we have no idea. We no cannot idea. actually use those. No uh, so, yeah. But uh, as usual, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Yep. Bye, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show, samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show, Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Allison B. Julian S. Ben B. Eric H. Joshua L. Jazza. Kevin V. Kathleen E. Megan C. Kylon C. Vincent L. Pablo F. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show! Show.